Let's go over. Let's go over, huh? Let's go over chapter eight: sanitation and safety. All right. Um, honestly, again, these are just the study points, the most important points. Um, this is not every important point um, from the chapter that would, for instance, be on Imblex, but our specific study points for the test for. Um, for you to listen to, right, to study. Let's see, uh, paths of disease and infection, all right? It can be congenital, which is a condition or disease that is present from birth, or autoimmune, which means your body's immune system is attacking its own healthy cells. Infectious disease are caused by minute living organisms called pathogens. Pathogens are minute living organisms, all right? They can get into the body through direct transmission or indirect transmission. Direct meaning it comes from host to host. Indirect meaning it is deposited on a object or fomite, such as a doorknob, clothing, towel, anything like that, and then picked up by a new host. And um, pathogens can be transmitted either directly or indirectly through these modes of transmission, okay? Pathogens can be transmitted from an infected host to a new host, either directly or indirectly, through several modes of transmission. Those modes of transmission include ingestion, inhalation. All right, inhalation would would um, infect the mucous membranes of the upper respiratory tract. Um, direct contact with mucous membranes and skin contact. All right, invasion through broken skin. Healthy skin is our best defense. All right, let's talk about those microorganisms. We have bacteria, viruses, fungi, and parasites. Bacteria are minute unicellular microorganisms exhibiting both plant and animal characteristics, okay? We also call them germs or microbes, bacteria. They can be non-pathogenic, meaning they are beneficial and harmless, but if a non-pathogenic bacterium gets into a place it's not supposed to be, it can become pathogenic. Pathogenic bacteria includes cocci, bacilli, and spirilla. Cocci, bacilli, and spirilla are the most common pathogenic bacteriums. All right, viruses. Viruses are a parasitic sub-microscopic particle that infects and then resides in the cells of biological organisms. A virus is capable of replication only by taking over the whole cell's reproductive function. All right, some examples of viruses would be the common cold, smallpox, pneumonia, some forms of pneumonia, mumps, measles, herpes, shingles, um, HIV, all right? Fungus is a diverse group of organisms potentially capable of causing disease. They thrive or grow in wet, or damp areas, okay? Molds and yeast are considered fungi. Molds and yeast are considered fungi. Some examples of fungi or fungal infections include athlete's foot, ringworm, or I say this wrong every time, candida, 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 or candida, okay? And then also vaginal yeast, all right? So athlete's foot, ringworm, and candida. Um, tinea. Tinea is fungus. Tinea is fungus. Of course, parasites um, are organisms that grow, feed, and shelter on or in another organism while contributing nothing to the survival of, the, of that organism. All right, some examples would be scabies, lice, 
okay? Ticks, fleas, and mites are also considered parasites. Ticks, fleas, and mites. Immunity, the body's natural ability to resist infection by harmful bacteria and viruses after they have entered the body, all right? If we fail at our infection control efforts, the immunity is there to back us up, all right? So antibodies, antibodies are a class of proteins the body produces in response to contact with antigens, for example, toxins and enzymes, and increase the body's resistance against those specific antigens, okay? Infection control. Infection control, as an umbrella term, are methods used to eliminate or reduce the transmission of infectious organisms. Methods used to eliminate or reduce the transmission of infectious organisms, all right? Decontamination. Decontamination means removing blood or other potentially infectious materials on an item surface and removing visible debris or residue such as dust, hair, and skin. Okay, decontamination. You are removing basically like body fluids and infectious materials. All right. Um, we are most concerned with cleaning and disinfection, okay? You clean and then you disinfect. There are several kinds of disinfectants. Bleach is one of them. And a fresh bleach solution should be mixed every 24 hours or when the solution has been contaminated. You catch what I'm throwing? All right. Um, antiseptics. Antiseptics generally contain a high volume, volume of alcohol. All right. We do not use antiseptics to disinfect instruments or surfaces. All right. They are ineffective for that purpose. Standard precautions. What are standard precautions? With standard precautions, all clients are considered ill or contaminated and contagious. Therefore, all blood and body fluids except sweat are to be considered potentially infectious. Okay, that is what standard precautions means. Um, exposure incident. If you have an exposure incident, which is contact with blood or body fluids, or should your client should you or the client suffer a cut or abrasion that bleeds during a service, stop and put on gloves. Stop and put on gloves. Those are the study points. Again, not, not all the most important points from the chapter, but the study points. Happy studying. This test will be Thursday.